We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we record this podcast today. We would also like to pay our respect to Elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You're listening to Best Duties, an LGBTQIA podcast all about the incredible people in our community and the amazing things that they're doing. Hello, my name is Justin Hill. I'm a TV presenter and red carpet reporter. And today I am tired. The very, very extremely boring thing that I did today was whinge all day because I've got to get up and catch a go. flight to Melbourne tomorrow Here at we go. 7.30 oh, in the morning. Oh, got to go jet setting, you I poor know. little thing. Oh. Hi, I'm Sam Devonport, events manager by day and a drag queen by night. And today, my horribly average thing is I am so sunburnt, I can't move. <laughs> what was my advice to you, Sam? Don't go in the sun, which, right. looking at my skin now, I should never go in the sun. No. I don't know I can't how believe I'm that so we had pale. to have a discussion about why you should not tan. Well, I'm, like, okay. look at that. Like, I'm so sunburnt. That was 40 minutes in the sun. You don't even look sunburnt. I, you should see the tan lines. Burn lines. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Joining us on our podcast today, we are once again double teaming it. We are welcomed by two guests. Love in a bit the of group studio, play, right? Uh, firstly, I'm going to say Joel Devereaux, as in Blanche. Not quite. I don't have an oh. A. I know. How is it pronounced? Well, that was a letdown. Oh, it's still Devereaux. Oh, it's Apparently, Devereaux. grandfather just took out the A. And, That's fine. Yeah. It still sounds the same. It's meant to be Devereaux, but we say Devereaux. Devereaux. And also joining us in the studio today is Ruby Slippers. Hi, friends. I wish you guys could see this. He's wearing the most amazing earrings Stunning. I have ever, ever seen. Thank Stunning. you. They're actually from a Sydney designer, Doodad and Fandango, and they're so big you can hear them. Oh, my them. God. Oh, ASMR. <laughs> I was going to say, we've got our first name drop of the podcast. <laughs> nice and Subtle early. Plug. Hashtag spawn. Uh, guys, welcome. Welcome to our little podcast. Our Thank little you. Meek Thank you for having us. Podcast. Welcome to Sydney. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, Sam, you were just talking to the guys about what we're going to talk about in this podcast today, and this is a topic that we have wanted to talk absolutely. about since the beginning of starting some, yeah, this podcast. Yeah, since we had our little list of things we want to talk about, this is something that I really, really wanted to focus on. So I don't know whether you guys see it, but if you have a look at anything that's kind of queer- who is it targeted towards, Jess? Mm, boys. 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 Boys, boys, boys. Boys in their boys, harnesses, boys. boys in their speedos, boys in their jock straps. Just boys. Yeah. Now, to give a bit of context, um, obviously, Joel, for those who are living under a rock and don't know who you are, tell us about the amazing, incredible photography work that you do. I am a Brisbane-based photographer and a drag and burlesque producer. So I work with quite a lot of people performing arts. I came up through the burlesque community, mm-hmm. so I'm quite a rainbow background there and I just kind of uh, progressed kind of more into that as I've gotten older oh so yeah God, you working are around so, Australia I, <laughs> you are underselling yourself if people have uh, seen severely. the work like right <laughs> can like, everyone a terrible job. Just like, who am I yeah, <laughs> I'm just like guys I'm just like this little photographer I don't do it you do some of the most prolific LGBT photography or oh, slash photography in Australia I mean if people look at the work that you've done it's incredible Thank you. I'm really terrible at compliments. But yeah, it's kind of do my thing. I'm, I'm, yeah, a full-time photographer, so kind of... A nightlife documentarian. Oh, night, yes, yes, I have done a bit of that in the past. Um, yeah, I've done kind of a lot of things, just never weddings. <laughs> never mind. I've done everything else. And Ruby, tell us about yourself. Uh, I'm a burlesque performer and mm-hmm. drag artist based in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a burlesque costumer, a makeup artist, 
gun for hire and visiting, <laughs> and visiting Sydney for the Heels weekend. for hire. Yes. Why not? <laughs> uh, ruby slippers from Melbourne as opposed to ruby slippers from Sydney. Right. Okay, let's not confuse the two. No, but now, we don't mind if you do. We're yeah, good duties. Yeah. Now, uh, obviously, th- that's how this topic fits into this because you are two very, you know, key people in our in our um, community who are obviously not only consuming LGBT um, media but also are a part of it as well. So, I mean, ha- let's have this discussion around why the media that we see, and Ruby, you brought up a great example about Drag Race and, you know, in the most recent episode seeing that the mini challenge was all about the boys and their jocks and what's in the jocks. Definitely, and yeah. Why, why do you think it's targeted at men? Why do we automatically go to guys? I, I'm not a guy. I don't know. But perhaps, I mean, I would honestly firstly love to hear from you three as like, you know, a assigned male, you know, Boises. queer consumers yeah. uh, as to like what you see and do you enjoy what you see and do you ever look at what you see? I'm interviewing now. Yeah. Uh, Go for it. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean, what do you, how do you feel when you look at the media that's put out there, you know, promotional posters for, mm. you know, club nights and stuff? Yeah. What do you, what do you feel? We were having this conversation with Adam Butler last time in our podcast yeah. about, uh, about why we see that and how it all tends to blend into one. When you start looking through particular magazines and you start seeing imagery that all, it has no like um, show factor and it's not different. I think it's because it's an easy, like it's it's kind of an easy target. Abs are an easy sell. Yeah. I think it's a sex sell thing. Like my photography has been featured a ton mm. across this stuff and like I'm an event producer myself. Never have I ever used one of my like conventional images to yeah. sell a night, you know what I mean? Because it's not the ticket I want to buy. Yeah. It's interesting to me. I see it a lot. I get approached a lot for that kind of work and I'm just like, sure. Like I don't know. Mm. It's interesting and I think it does come down to like the sex sells thing but it's not interesting on you or that's the way it should be. No. It, it, does it almost feel like it's like, well, it's just an easy, like we know people are going to like it. It's going to uh, appeal to the the masses. And I so, think it's a dumb way of advertising to be yeah. quite honest. Because you see, like, you know, the posters you see around. No one yeah. looks like that going. No. no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> is, something that I think is really destructive in, you know, the gay male or mask community is being presented with that image of like, Ripped abs, mm. the same harness. Mm-hmm. Uh, jo- it's, it's, just the same, it's just the same one of Joel's just... harnesses in every single one. Yeah, it's the same one. This is the dog one. We yeah. just finished <laughs> Halloween and I, 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 I love the gays. I really do. But babe... A harness isn't a costume. <laughs> no. no. I love that meme that's like yeah. slutty superwoman, slutty yes. Alice in Wonderland. It's, it's just the guy in the four, in the four harnesses <laughs> yeah, in, in a, a photo. Harness. And then you see people not get that and still do it. You're like, yeah. oh, you haven't seen that? Oh. We oh. were as like sparkly toddler clowns. Yeah, we were. Oh. <laughs> you looked <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. It was cap. But, yeah, uh, perhaps that representation uh, – you know, speaking from my like queer femme perspective, where I'm like, I will obviously look at posters like that and maybe right, but perhaps that show is just not for me. Yeah. Uh, that one was not maybe made exactly for me. Uh, and maybe there are, you know, mask or male identifying people out there seeing posters like that as well, or advertising going, ah. Oh, is that, is that a party I want to go to? Can I go as well? I sort of like taking my shirt off, but am I not allowed to if it's not Because I don't look that like that. Is I have noticed, right? and this is something I meant to touch on last time when we talked about body positivity, is that being someone who has Instagram as part of their job, mm. as y- you guys will attest to as well, I have noticed a massive, massive difference in, and everyone says this, if you post a photo with like less clothes on and something that's more of a sexual nature, the likes on it just shoot up. If mm. I post something that's genuine or even 
like I hate to say it, like something that's part a legitimate part of my job, it, I have mm. seen the complete opposite. And it's just crazy to think that now, you know, back when I was taking my clothes off more, I was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm celebrating my body and I'm working hard at the gym and yes, I deserve this. And now I'm like, oh, well, I'm not really doing that anymore, but I'm working just as hard on the rest of my oh, work. Yeah. How come it doesn't get the same kind of it's like, why does this not from people? Why yeah. doesn't this even out? Yeah. I mean, my, I like, s- yeah, my makeup work as well. Like, oh, I post my a gosh. face on Instagram, going to get like, I don't know, so many it- likes and versus like, any of my like male photography, even mm. my like every uh, like fringe and performer photography is yeah. just nothing compared to someone. Like, I mean, I'm just just all of you man. grab a cat, put a cat in your pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I pinch my housemate's cat sometimes. Shout out to Gretchen, yeah. uh, my mortal enemy, but uh, pop a cat in your pictures, and that will change. Wait, people's is Gretchen minds. the okay. flatmate or the Gr- Gretchen the cat. is the cat <laughs> oh, who uh, who is your mortal enemy? <laughs> uh, big, chunky. British blue, uh, but you pop her in any Instagram yeah. picture, you're going to ramp those like. There's a business in that. Imagine like Uber for Pussy cats. Cells. More cats on toasters. Oh, oh. yes. Cats oh. in the club. Guys, we're <laughs> onto a business idea. There's nothing. I saw a meme the other day that's like, um, a friendship is nothing if you don't come up with an idea, a business idea, and then never do it. So yes. there's, there's ours. <laughs> We've had too many of those. Many. <laughs> I was going to say, it could be that pussy must, for sale. I must be really good friends with all my friends then because we've yeah. all done that. And then at the end of the night gone, yeah, but we're not going to do it. No. <laughs> okay, so how do we change this? What would we like to see? What would Because I know when we were talking about this last week with Adam from Sluggers, we were talking about the reason his photos stand out and I guess a reason yeah. the reason a lot of your photos stand out as well, Joel, is because we're seeing different content. I see the Sluggers Instagram page and I see a dude that I am attracted to, but I'm not attracted because of his like six-pack. I'm attracted because he has like body hair or he has like, you know, Mm. tattoos or he looks, you know, sort of more like someone who is what I would see as more of a regular but fit kind of looking guy. Yeah. So what do we do in mainstream media to try and, I guess, sway away from that that easy, you know, the the low-hanging fruit of going for the the gay males? Yeah, I feel like because I see a lot of the drag scene stuff go Mm. along who aren't kind of uh, influenced by that kind of marketing but like i don't know it's hard when like the big guns and even like mardi gras after parties are all characterized by Mm -hmm. that exact image and they're just like stock photos like a rick day image they've stolen from the internet have no rights for and they just put on a poster yeah and it's yeah i mean something i appreciate in your images anyway is um I don't know, some artistic integrity, you yeah. think a bit beyond like, some hey, thought. good boy. Yeah. There's like, <laughs> but like, there'll still be like lighting concepts or setting concepts yeah. and, you know, even sort of creating an image that is in a way a bit more of a piece of art than Hannah's six pack. Hannah's six pack. Hannah's boy. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And it just gets a bit monotonous. And I, I, I'm hyper aware of the image that like people see my work and have a, a particular. Uh, idea of it but then people are like oh why don't you this kind of guy I'm like well you need to be the representation you want to see sometimes mm, yeah. like I just can't go around being like oh you don't look like what I've done before why get you model? it gets a bit strange like that I think mm. people need to step forward and be like hi put their hand up and some people do and they do amazing yes yeah. yeah and it's just kind of wanting to see that representation in the world and I think the more people step out and be vocal about it and be like we don't want this we actually want a more of a I don't want to use the word real but I feel uh, like it's the closest we can to what we want. Honest, diverse, diverse, yeah. 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 honest, inclusive mm, yeah. representation of what you go to a club and see. Yeah. 
versus what you see in, in like, I don't know, a magazine. And that's like why that. it's important to celebrate people who are the confident ones to do that because we've often talked about not having the confidence ourselves to be that person, mm-hmm. to step out of the shadow and be like, you know, f- it, I'm going to be the person that's like going to be different or I'm going to take my shirt off at the beach or I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like I've even heard people say these days that we're celebrating like people like Lizzo and, and you know, maybe Have plus size people. Have you music? It's tremendous. I, we should why all wouldn't celebrate you celebrate that? I, I'm like, what? wait a minute. Am I being criticised for celebrating an individual who is being brave enough to step out of the shadows? Like mm. I've found that criticism lately. They're like, mm. oh, we shouldn't be celebrating people because they're overweight. No, you're not. We're not celebrating. <sighs> Celebrating them because everyone's in different shapes and sizes. Because she's stunning. Yeah. Her music's amazing. She's and she can a, play the flute and rush. And buck and twerk <laughs> and do all those things. And it's when you start seeing yourself represented that you feel like that you are now a part yeah. of the scene and you, have and a connection. you belong there. And yeah. that is why uh, the gay male scene has owned it for so long. Like mm. the clubs are for boys yeah. and the posters are for boys. Uh, it's because they're like, well, we're the ones on the posters. Right. So, so this is for us. And yeah. that's flipped back on the, you know, queer femme scene a bit in that, you know, you go along to a drag show and, you know, the gay scene is, you know, seemingly owned by these men and women don't always feel like, who are huge fans of drag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, some of the biggest supporters of drag are like queer femmes who yeah. are like, buy the tickets. Absolutely. Oh, as soon as they go on sale, early mm. bird discount price, I'm buying 10 for the gang. We're getting <laughs> there five hours early. We're going to queue up. We're going to get a good spot. Yeah. Uh, and just still you know, made to feel like they don't belong in the scene. Yeah. and don't Especially, I find a lot, if I ever go to a drag show, especially the, the touring international queens, a lot of people just look at anyone who's female, female presenting quite femme, straight and they girl. go, oh, it's a straight girl at the front. <gasps> no, uh, sin. And everyone yeah. just gets put under this. If you're not a gay man or a butch lesbian. What are you yeah. doing it's here? It's like, why are you here? Yeah. Why are you in our space? Yeah, it's like, I, it's yeah. so, like, we just need to open up. I was shooting an event on Sunday mm. in Brisbane. It was like 90% girls, but they were like the ones supporting. They were there early for the meet and greet. You know what I mean? They were buying the ticket to the show. Oh, they are there the they're like funding a, it. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And a backpack and a bottle of water and buying all the merch. They've got pins from all of the queens. Like, they want to come out and support and sometimes... You know, then suddenly you're shot down. There's something going around on Twitter. Some angry gay had been like, I hate when the straight girls are in the front row to drag That show. was in, at Roscoe's, I'm pretty sure, mm. over in over in the oh, state. Horrendous. And the girls in the pictures piped off like, oh, pretty <laughs> gay. <laughs> um, and you shouldn't have to, like, clarify that. No. If you're a fan, yeah. you're a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Two things. Firstly, I want to point out your highlighter because it's blinding me and it's amazing yeah. in your cheeks. There's like three layers. Very of much. <laughs> it. Just thought I'd give it a cheeky mention right now. Sensation. Secondly, does the queer femme scene do it better? They do their thing. Mm-hmm. They do what they know how to do, which is kind of you have to make your own spaces and your own scenes because these other spaces are kind of dominated and you don't always feel welcome there or... Yeah, you, how do you I shout hate out? hearing that so much. Yeah, isn't that awful? Like, I, I don't understand. We talk about inclusivity all the time. Exactly. And to know that in our own community. It's like, why have we got this internalised homophobia against horrible. the people that have helped rise us up? Like, right. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't know. Some self-hate or you need some better friends or something like that. Yeah. Um, do you think the like queer fans are more drawn to uh, fringe interests? Like I know the burlesque community in Brisbane at the moment is mm. super queer and they're yeah. doing things like drag shows, for example. Yeah. Whereas boys are just kind of going to the club the club. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Like it's, You're absolutely right. Yeah, and I don't know if it's even a hookup culture thing anymore because... It's just going to the club. Uh, yeah, mm. it's boring. It's it almost is. like a social thing to be seen, like 
I'm, I'm going out to the club just to go to the club to be at yeah. the club. But yeah. even now I get people just being like, oh, you were at the so-and-so venue and like, oh, I don't go out anymore. It's kind of take, changed the club landscape in the past five yeah. years. Yeah. But like Wait you get out, to my age. Oh, yeah. my God, you're just too tired. <laughs> just <can't laughs> I want to go to bed. Is it this <laughs> complacency, do you think, that like these boys just have everything and they're like, well, I can just rock up here and I can rock up there. And the girl's like, we have to make our own shows. Yeah. 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 Our own spaces. Yeah. A dog walking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're into rescue dogs. Oh, <laughs> um, are there any venues that, or, or shows that you guys would like to tell us about? Because I'm sure that people are now listening to this thinking, okay, cool. So who can we support? Who's doing a good job at, you know, representing us um, when it comes to shows, when it comes to putting on, on performances for us that are what we want to see represented by the people that we want to see in, in the market? Well, I'll go ahead and plug my show, Rumble. Please yes. do. Uh, if you don't, I will. Because <laughs> it's uh, hyper-inclusive, like uh, drag, burlesque, performer like battle over three rounds fringe cabaret side show comedy whatever you want over three rounds of entertainment antics we are we actually lost our venue hey our bar in brisbane we are moving to the outpost in december Mm -hmm. tickets Mm -hmm. via mosh ticks um (laughs) and we've always been like you just you've never done this before have you (laughs) (laughs) and it's very i don't know i'm I'm really proud of the space it's occupied it kind of filled a gap in brisbane definitely i've done it in uh canberra and perth as well um yeah we see all walks of life yeah. come yeah. to these shows, which I'm really happy about. No, you're um, definitely setting up like a, a beautiful halfway house between drag and burlesque, which is where I happen to live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's a great sort of marriage of the scenes because that's legal now. But you've got queens appreciating burlesque <laughs> performers uh, and burlesque performers appreciating queens and dabbling and diving into each other's stuff. Because, I, you know, trot between both and go, you know, burlesque performers being like, I love drag queens, makeup is so amazing. Oh, I love them. And yeah. drag queens being like, oh, burlesque performers, Your costumes are so, so stunning. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's this mutual appreciation. So uh, that's a, an amazing space for it. Uh, I know that in Melbourne we have parties like Tomboy, which is a queer femme party, uh, which I'm going to be performing at next year. Uh, and uh, so many friends who performed at that and just love it. It's a really gorgeous safe space. Um, the Give Me Life parties that Pentagram yep. runs uh, are fantastic. Yeah. And she works super hard to make sure that she has a really diverse lineup of people from very, you know, spectrum of genders and, and walks of life and performance disciplines. So See, these are the things we should we should be celebrating. Like we absolutely. need to yes. give voice to those shows Sorry, and, that and... <laughs> <laughs> yes! not on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, bear surprise. Uh I actually talking about burlesque, I have only ever been to one burlesque show, which is terrible. But I drank absinthe that night. Appropriate. And sure. so I don't remember a lot of it. So I feel like I'm going to have to come to Brisbane and maybe yeah, do it again. Yeah, come to the show. <laughs> you can come to Falcon's Burlesque this weekend, baby. I just like, I'm trying to think of my burlesque experience. I'm like, oh, it's very Oh, there's some fierce burlesque performers uh, here in Sydney. I know that uh, the Wanted and Wild show is a fantastic rock and roll burlesque show. Ooh. Mr. Falcon's Burlesque happens uh, once a month. Uh, in Glebe. At a brewery. At a brewery, yes, wow. uh, which is loads Better. of fun. It's just like a really good rollicking time upstairs. Uh, the Sydney Burlesque Gala is coming up in December, I believe, which runs over two weekends and has performers from all across Australia descending on Sydney to perform at a whole bunch of shows. Um and that has been getting all my friends on the top of my head. For this week. But like this also touches back to what we're saying is that when we think of like gay entertainment of any kind, we just go, okay, the gay parties. Mardi yeah. Gras coming yeah. up, that's it. Like, mm. does anyone have any, like, 
Yeah. I, think I can't really add anything into that apart from that. And I hate that. Like, I should be able to say there's this happening, this happening, this yeah. happening. And, I, and, I mean? and, and we like to talk about how our our community is vibrant and inclusive and has a lot of things on, but I don't There's know. There's more letters than just G exactly. and LGBT. And I swear to God, the next yeah. person that says to me, why do we have so many letters in the acronym? I'm going to backhand them because <laughs> I have said this before and I said this in Mr. Gay Pride Australia. Name drop. Um, <laughs> I, I don't care if I have to say every letter, every time, and yep. we keep adding letters to it because if it makes you feel involved, Absolutely. then uh-huh. that's okay. Mm. Like, don't don't say, oh, we shouldn't, we can't include any more letters or we Back should change it, you know. It's like, <laughs> only okay, gay people. <laughs> right? It's like, <laughs> there's just not, you know, there's what if, if it makes inclusive. someone feel inclusive, then a letter is fine. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, if we can remember all the words to songs and a whole bunch of other Yeah, then we can chuck in a couple of more letters to make some people feel included. <laughs> like, it's the least we could do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'll quickly shout out Honcho Disco as well for being a Absolutely. great, super Yay. queer night that comes yeah. up here uh, at the Imperial, which uh, is love super Imperial. embracing of, like, all the letters of the alphabet. Yeah. Um, huge Huge honcho stand. Yeah. Nice. This has been a very, very interesting and very vibrant chat with you guys. <laughs> I feel like you can absolutely come back if you would like to. Love to. I mean, we'll see when QT are doing another deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now, there is a part of this podcast that we like to do where we do uh, shout out to our best duties. Mm. And uh, we always open it up to the to the floor. To oh, our guests. so cute. Are you guys, oh, oh, I my wish God, this was video content right now. right now. This is so cute. <laughs> You guys are holding hands, obviously, because you want to say each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way oh. your eyes lit up just said the two of you, it was like a movie. It was so adorable. Oh, my God. Go, fawn about each other. Ruby Slippers, uh, <laughs> drag verse entrepreneur, my best friend, my travel buddy forever and ever for every trip I've ever done recently. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, and that's we it. We just stared into each other's eyes and saw a life of travel. Um, and boy, are we tired. Oh. Arms of all this <laughs> flying. Uh, Whoa, dad joke. Oh, you just brought a dad oh. joke into our podcast. I yeah. love dad jokes. Bring them on, honestly. Like, the more dad jokes, the better. Uh, yeah. I like the fact that you're each other's best duties. Yeah. And it's very obvious that you guys are very good friends. And it's nice to see the electricity between you. I think Thank we just love working together. Like, literally yeah. making work and being co-workers. Yeah. And having that dynamic amongst a host of other dynamics. The work that you two put up together, like every time I see something that's the two of you together, I'm just like, oh, it's such a creative explosion. It's yeah. so good. I think it's like like attracts like. But yeah. then there's also just the stuff where like you're taking photos and I'm doing someone else's makeup and we're yeah. kind of yelling at people and we have yeah. these great moments where we get to do stuff like we're that. We're both kind well. of full-time creatives, so we mm. make it work for us. Yeah. We're, we're good hustlers. Um, mm. we, we party hard, play hard. Oh, work hard, work hard yeah. play hard. Yeah. Four AM um, messages just being like, "How's work hard. tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> so what day is it? I, yeah. uh, I mentioned this, I've mentioned this a few times, actually, uh, a person actually came up to me on the street the other day and I was out getting dinner and they said to me, excuse me, is it morning time or night time? <laughs> and I was like, you've had a big wow. night, wow. haven't you? I was like, it's night time, Dal, go home. <laughs> yeah. It's time to go home if you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam, do you have the best duty this week? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, funnily, no, so funnily enough, I was trying to be really nice and organised. I put out a little call on Facebook, like explaining to people our little best duty segment that we do in our podcast every week. 
no one replied. Oh. So everyone on my Facebook, you're not my best duty this week. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, I I have one um this week. I read the most amazing story on Pink News. A drag queen has trekked for seven days to make history and dance as Beyonce on Mount Everest. I mean, there were so many achievements in that headline. Uh, the drag queen's name is uh, Queen Bay. Oh, so, sorry, she's a Queen Bay uh, impersonator. Their name is Aaron Carty. And um, Aaron went all the way up uh, Mount Everest simply to perform as Beyonce to basically just set a new record to be the first person to do that. So, hey, Miss Carty. Very, I love that very so impressed much. by that. Will you help me? Can you help me? You don't need to be helped any longer. You've always had the power to go back to Kansas. I have. Then why didn't you tell her before? Because she wouldn't have believed me. She had to learn it for herself. Uh, before we finish up our podcast, Sam, uh, we do like to do an affirmation uh, each we podcast. Or as we like to call them an aff. Hermation. Uh, yes, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, thank you. I feel represented. <laughs> yes. Sam, what have you got for us this week? Um, so I found one. It was really weird. When I found this one, I was like, oh, that name that who it's by sounds really familiar. It's the guy who wrote Justin Hill? No. Oh. No, okay. okay. <laughs> You're not that inspiring. No, Calm down. Um, it's by the guy who wrote The Alchemist, which I didn't realise oh. was what I had to study in year 12 for English. So I looked at it and I was like, that looks really familiar. And I was like, oh, Wait, that's oh my God, why you literally had like a flashback to year 12? Yeah. To a thing that you partially paid attention to. Yeah. Okay. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I flashbacked to like the one lesson I actually went. Um, but this is by Paul, Paolo Cucchelli. I can't, oh, I can't yes, remember how to familiar. pronounce it. Mm-hmm. That guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Impossible is Just an Opinion. True. Oh my god, I feel like I've seen that. Did you post that on social media? No. I have I seen that on social media in the last week. I swear to God, impossible is just an opinion. This is because it more made time me like <laughs> walk away and go, I'm not very smart, so I have to think about things a lot. But um, it made me really <laughs> Thank God think we're about all pretty. That. I know, right? I'm so over here like smiling and talking to people. Uh, I do like that one though. Short and sweet. Yeah. Uh guys, it's been fantastic having you on in our podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank it's you amazing. for having us. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, now, uh finally, can we do one more shout out as to where we can see you? Uh maybe the the burlesque show is now moving in December too, you were saying. The outpost um bar at the Fortitude Valley Music Hall, mm-hmm. uh Rumble. That is. Um you can also catch me. At the Instagram. The Instagram <laughs> at uh, DevereauXO, D E V E R E X X O, kiss and hug. Um, <laughs> and I'm basically that on all social media. So check me a follow. I'll follow you back. Yay. Slide into his DMs. Slide into my DMs, Go please. On. Yes. Um, I will be back in Melbourne shortly. And then not long after that, you can catch me in Perth at Perth Fringe World hosting Gender Blender Burlesque. Ooh, uh, all the way on the other side yes. of the country. Oh, that's Fusion got lots of, of the Perth sisters in it. And all the good gender. Oh, yes. Do you love Perth? I love Perth. We love Perth. Oh, love Perth. And naturally, we would love to see both of you be everyone that comes into this podcast, we're assuming is going to make a cameo on Drag Race Australia. Gosh, oh, I hope so. I want Ruby to compete. Absolutely. I would love yes. that. That would be incredible. I, hope I feel they like allow literally. Vaginas. <laughs> well, <laughs> fingers crossed. I mean, a you lot might of people have, to, have you them. might have to play some mini games about penises, but yeah. hopefully. I'm familiar with them. <laughs> You've seen one or two in your life. I'll be the photographer right. if they need one. Yes, yeah, see, Official I just assume that what we're doing on interest. this podcast is we are just putting together the cast of Drag Race Australia. Pretty Stunned. much. Pretty what much a good as show. Each person comes through. <laughs> yes. You could be the microwave of Drag Race Australia. Oh, that is the goal. <laughs> with a lot <laughs> less tan. He's a great photographer. I really like my Oh, he's a photographer? No, I'm kidding. Does he do the photo thing? 
my god. Oh my god. Um, guys, thank you so much. We will finish off our podcast how we normally finish it off. You are more than welcome to join in if you would like to. Uh, shall I count us in? Are you going to count us in? Count us in. Are you ready? <clears throat> Three, two, one. There's no place like homo. There's no place like homo. There's no place like homo. That is literally one of my catchphrases. Is it really? Ruby slippers. Oh my god. Why the fudge wouldn't it be? Well, I love that. So appropriate. Sorry, gay screaming.